Hey boozers, welcome to Booze E-Banter, a podcast where we take a topic and pair it with a drink. My name is Justin, and this week we're discussing sex and stars and all kinds of stuff. Um, and of this episode, we have Ray Mike with us again. Hi guys. I think Justin's already drunk. He hasn't had a single drink, but he sounds a little buzzed already. Drunk on life, right? Um, so yeah, let's pregame. Uh, we are going to get into, well, let me just start off by saying in last episode, we talked about how Ray Mike came up with the name for the show. So I decided that it's only fair to let him have full control of today's podcast. So not only has he chosen the topic, but he's also chosen the drink. So what is our drink? Um, our drink is called La Paloma. We talked about it last week. so um. Yes, he did briefly touch on it at the end of last week's episode. So we have the Paloma. And I like to say in this segment, Ray Mike, the reason or intent of our topic. Um, would you say that there's any type of intention that you have for our listeners in this episode? Like, what do you want them to get out of it? So I think we came up with the topic of sex well, a couple of weeks ago because you asked me finally to be on. And I was like, this is what I want to talk about. True. And you also wanted to make it a little bit more fun. So <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. And who, what's not fun about sex? Um, so I thought... First off, La Paloma is my favorite drink. Um, second, tequila makes your clothes fall off. So perfect. <laughs> okay, so your pairing is there. I understand, but when it comes to like the intent, so like boundaries and self worth, my intention was to share my experiences with with the boozers here, and so that way they get an understanding of what that looks like in somebody else's life and how that they can kind of apply that to themselves. So when it comes to sex, like what are high level like. What do you think you're you're gonna talk about here? That's gonna be the takeaway. Um, I think the big things are going to be kind of first off enjoying yourself, like that's what sex is about, you know, and also being able to communicate the consent side of it and what you mm. want, don't want. Hopefully, being able to help you with those types of things that some people aren't good at, honestly, like some people aren't aren't good at communicating those things to their partner. Kind of like what they want, like yeah. what, what's what they're into, what they're not into. Yeah. Okay. And you know what, guys? Um, I have no idea what the fuck Ray Mike is going to talk about. <laughs> so, yes, I'm doing this like to kind of tell him what my format is, but this is just as much for me as it is for you all. <laughs> so with that being said, I, I don't think there's anything else that you want to add to that. So let's fix our drink. Um, tell us what ingredients, how to make it, any facts that you may have found about the drink. I am very excited to know that you've you've already made this. It's been sitting in front of me since before we even started recording, and I've waited patiently to take <laughs> my first sip, and it looks beautiful. The more that Justin has pushed for his format, the more I pulled away from it. So, <laughs> and he can tell. I can feel his little anxiety, but it's okay. So the drink, I guess La Paloma, um, in Spanish, that means the dove. So I don't know why that... I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Well, don't speak. See, I may be Hispanic, and yes, e and boozy banter means and, but I'm not fluent. I I used to speak Spanish very well back when I was working at SeaWorld, my first job, and they like, I just had to learn Spanish. But after I quit that job, it just all went away. So Paloma means dove. That's cool. I don't know where. Like I tried to look up the urge, the why it's called that, and I couldn't find any 
specific thing. Um, I've learned that the history of this drink has actually been kind of lost. There's been like some um, speculation, some speculation about who created it, but ultimately it kind of just goes back into one of the Mexican. It's just a Mexican drink that has been around for a while. Um, it's like most people think margaritas, but mm. Paloma is like the real Mexican drink. Um, so yeah. yeah, well, I guess I can get into how we make it. It's really simple. Okay, go so for it. Ours, we did, um, there's different ways, but the way I did it is kind of like, I don't know what to call it. I would say kind of like maybe a middle Americanized, possibly, I'm not sure. So typically what I do is we have a grapefruit tree in our backyard, so I actually use fresh grapefruits, but it's winter here, so, or whatever winter Texas is, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been hot, or not hot, but not cold. It's, okay, the thing about San Antonio is you start the day and it's winter, then you get into the middle of the day, and it's, like, summer. Yeah. And then more toward the evening, you finally experience fall. And by the time it's night, it's winter again. So you almost go through all the seasons in one day. If you don't know what it's like in San Antonio, you're welcome. In this time of year, you get, like, all the seasons in one day, except you don't see snow. So, sorry. but Yeah, yeah it's not really winter either, though. I know San Antonians think it's winter, but it's... It's like in the 50s and they're out there with a park and a scarf. <laughs> um, with their ski jackets and it's like yeah. barely 48. <laughs> yeah, not even bad. But, okay. So, like I said, we don't have fresh grapefruits. Maybe in the summer we'll do that. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah. So, we got the grapefruit soda, which the brand I got is called Squirt. Um, I thought that's perfect for sex. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Even your soda pairing was like... <laughs> and actually, that's like... I'm impressed. You're welcome. I'm, I know how to work a theme. Um, I think you just know how to cater to a Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to tell me how I got to stick to our format and you don't like it. Yes, okay, I understand you're calling on my Virgo side. Which we didn't even really talk about in the pregame part. You, did you even tell them? Are we like, part of pre- what are we doing right now? <laughs> we're in the fixing our drink. Fixing the drink. I yeah. thought we were like, we're here in. I thought that that was part of it. Like being the pregame was like getting the ingredients together. No, fixing your drink, drinking. I didn't tell them how to do it yet. I'm telling them what the ingredients are, and we're talking about it. Did you even tell them like how we're gonna get into my birth chart? Oh no, no. I thought we were doing that after. I don't know. <laughs> you fucked it all up. No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. That's why I'm See, not in charge. You really don't like the format. I get it. No, all I right. actually don't mind the format, but I just get distracted. So, um, anyway. You can finish up with a drink. We'll drink. do it your way. <laughs> so we got we have a squirt, good nice cold squirt, <laughs> and um, we have a shot of tequila. Uh, the one I got was actually called Altos, I think. I usually get salsa, or my favorite is Altos? Patron. Is Altos? I think that's what it is. My favorites are Patron, but when you're mixing it, it's kind of like. Mm. Have you ever had um, that tequila tarantula? No, that sounds awful though. I don't think I hated it, but honestly, I feel like I don't really hate any alcohol because I feel like I'm already supposed to hate it. <laughs> so I just convinced myself that I like all alcohol. I think you have a problem. <laughs> are we are we going to have this intervention now? Guys, this is actually the pregame. Now we're having the intervention. <laughs> Everybody come in. No, mom. <laughs> okay, so Altos is what I used. <laughs> Um, and then you get some lime. I did like, I'd say half a shot, so half an ounce, right? Hmm. I yeah, half an, an ounce. No, an ounce. it's an ounce and a half, I think a shot is. 
I don't know. I did like half a shot. <laughs> we'll go with that. That's it? Of lime? Oh, of lime. Okay, yeah, that's the okay. lime. The tequila is a full shot. <sighs> Thank God. And then I put um, salt, but like not regular, just like table salt. I put like, what's it called? Like sea, sea salt, the grinder one that it's you make. Gran- not granulated. It's coarsely um, ground. Yeah. Sea salt. Himalayan. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. It's like, it's like the, it's not that pourable salt. It's like you have a grinder in your. Rock salt. Sure. That's what it's called at all. (laughs) I might have made that up. Don't put rock salt in your drink because you might die. It's just a sea salt grinder. And you, I did the most coarse. um, It's bath salts. He put bath salts in her drink. (laughs) Stop giving away my secrets, Justin. Um, yeah, that's pretty easy. All you do is put all that in there and kind of mix it. Um, I added a little more lime at the end because it just didn't taste right. But, you know, you can do what you like. Um, uh, season to taste. Season to taste. <laughs> but yeah, so you got to finally get to drink it. You're just already kind of... <sighs> yes, I'm so ready. Cheers, yeah, my I have friend. my first drink of this. Mm. <sighs> yeah, that shit's good. This reminds me... Of what my aunt and uncle would always bring to our family functions. They would fill up, like, their Yetis, and they'd be like, oh, you want to try some of our drink? And I'd be like, what is it? And it would it would be squirt and, like, tequila. So is this where this started, then? My Your addiction alcoholism? to tequila? <laughs> no, it started Wait, probably when I was, like, 16. you like tequila, too? I do. I like tequila. I like whiskey. I like vodka. Like Tequila's, like, my favorite. Tequila is my go-to. Tequila was my favorite. And then... I was having a lot of memory loss, <laughs> so I switched to whiskey, and then I realized when I drink whiskey, I am aggressive, and so I'm like, okay, no more whiskey, and the safest alcohol for me has been vodka. Like, I will say that I've never had those issues with alcohol. Like, I don't do, like, I'm, I kind of have the same, like, across the board, like, I'm just drunk and, like, happy and just, like, easygoing. <laughs> I think that's how I used to be until, like life happened (laughs) (laughs) then you had a reason to drink is what it sounds like yeah yeah (laughs) so important fact about me is that i don't drink if i'm having a bad day a hard time like i don't drink as a crutch no i don't um i usually ask myself like why are you drinking like i'll ask myself like what's the purpose of this are you doing it to kind of just have fun let loose a little bit like or you're doing this because you're sad or you're mad and if i'm if that is one of those answers, then I don't drink. I'm like, okay, well, we're not going to drink today, so... (sighs) It's like you're trying to be mature in front of my audience, and they hate it. I mean, (laughs) why are you here? I think maybe my frontal lobe is a little more developed than yours. I'm older than you, so... Okay, (laughs) a year. (laughs) Fuck off. Well, 25 is like 26 is where it kind of starts for men. But with trauma, it's like delayed, so who knows? I thought you thought more of me. I don't. (laughs) <laughs> well fine okay so we're done with the drink <laughs> <laughs> okay now we're, where are we because you're i want to know to your format about your birth chart yeah i want to know what why oh. like why why should i know about my birth chart why should anybody know about their birth chart here's the thing <laughs> it's fun I like here because I don't always feel like I'm exactly to my birth chart. Um, I'm not an astrologer by any means. I like to like do research and just kind of look things up and like fill people out that way. Um, but I don't know. I feel like it kind of it can sometimes it really does hit the nail on the head, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to like say that it's gonna go by whatever your um, 
Like, this is the reason why I am the way that yeah, I Yeah, because I feel like I ultimately <laughs> have choices. Did, did you ever see that post where I was like, oh my god, I'm sorry that I ran into your cards because I'm a Capri Sun. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> shit. See, my, my best friend Manny, he, um, I've known him since I was 18. Shout out, Manny. You probably don't even listen. It's fine. But he, <laughs> he hates it because when we had a solid group of friends that we would always go out together. So it was me, Eddie, Devin, um, Manny, Brenna, and a few others. But me, Devin, and Eddie were all Virgos. So we were always just like vibing on the fact that we we're all Virgos. And Manny was so fucking over it. He was like, I can't stand people that are like, oh, it's because I'm XYZ. And I'm like, but it is because I'm that. <laughs> this is literally why, because I like them. No, and I feel like I've heard a lot of people say things like, oh, it's like there's generalized things that anybody can um, relate to. Relate to, but like, I go through your your signs and they don't relate to me like I don't see that Um, in my chart I'm like I don't know um so you feel like it's closer to see like okay when it comes to astrology and like my zodiac and stuff like that I'll read it but I don't feel like like I take stock in it like I don't really invest a lot of like my beliefs yeah exactly but the weird thing is when I do have like a really shitty day or like a very emotional day, I'll look at my Zodiac and I'm, I kind of get a better understanding for like my emotions. I think what the Zodiac does for me is it allows me time to like self-reflect, if anything. It's interesting because sometimes I've noticed like when I'm having a bad day, like I'll look at my, my chart and I'm like, and it like, you know, I'll look at an astrologer's like reading and I'm like, what the heck? It's actually related to what I'm talking about. Like... Is it astrologer or astrologist? Astrologer. Are you sure? Because on Twitter, when you wanted to call me out. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that up. Educator. I felt that. Yeah. Um, Channy Nicholas. She's a great astrologer. That's what she corrected me on. I thought it was astrologist. And then she said, actually, it's astrologer. And so... So you remember. Yeah, I do. That's why That's I remember. Great. Because of trauma. <laughs> <And> <laughs> That's what happens when you come for me on Twitter. <laughs> I'll do it again, too. Don't act like I don't always come for you. No, also, you don't. don't act like I don't mess with you. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. Um, anyway, <laughs> so yes, Chani Nicholas is a really cool astrologer. Um, I love her work. I love her um, website. She does like um, playlists for your sign. She does, oh, we- cool. I think it's weekly posts, monthly posts, I think, about like what's going on in your sign that month and stuff. Is she mostly like on Twitter or? She has a website. So she does Twitter. She does Twitter. And then she also has a website called it's ChannyNicholas.com. Mm-hmm. If we get a sponsorship from this or whatever, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> Channy. Um, <laughs> Channy, we would love to have you. Oh, God. I would love to have her. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so um, really cool astrologer. It's a cool name. So, yeah, I just, I'm sorry for interrupting, but yeah, I wanted to know. So, what do you want to do? Do you want to talk about sex and then astrology, or astrology and then sex? Why don't we talk about... I think it would be fun to do astrology and then sex, That's but... I was thinking. Were you? Yeah. Okay, well, it's your episode, even well, though I'm being very controlling, and I'm sorry. Oh, weird, you're a Virgo. You oh. know nope. You know what's funny, though, is that we both have a moon in Leo. I don't understand any of that. Whoa, so what does that even mean? Moon and Leo? Or are you just going to explain the whole thing to me? So I'm just going to go over like the tidbits of like what the sun sign means. Cause look okay, the big three that I understand is sun, um, moon, and then your like rising sign or your ascendant sign. 
So those are the big ones that define a lot of like the personality traits and like who you are. That's what I say on social media. Like, oh, it's because my blank in, in my rising or my blank in moon and sun. That's the main three that I see. If yeah. I see anything posted on Twitter regarding. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's what I see a lot when I see anybody posting about their Zodiac. They usually refer to those. And I've always wondered like. Well, what's mine? <laughs> yeah, I'm a so Virgo. But I kind of forced him today. I forced him to like finally. I asked him last time, and then finally he's like, "You know what? Let's just look it up." <laughs> yeah, I thought it'd be fun. I thought it would be kind of cool. Like you guys are gonna get to know a little bit about me, a little more about me, and I'm gonna learn a little more about myself. I'm as trying well. to open the doors to Justin. <sighs> Shit, vulnerability. So we're gonna make guys. I feel like. After this episode, Justin is not going to reach out to me for like a good two or three weeks. This is his pattern. As we hang out and we're really cool and then I try to reach out to him. I'm calling him out right now. And I cannot get a text back or I won't hear from him for a while. Every time. <laughs> the fact that we've hung out tw- or done this twice, like a week <laughs> after a week, is a kind of a miracle. <laughs> Well, keep coming up with great ideas, and maybe we'll <laughs> hang out more. <laughs> I'm sort of joking. <laughs> sort of joking. Ray Mike, you need to understand. I have a very tough time with people. <laughs> I know. I read it in your chart. It's great. Which brings us to the chart. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one is the obvious one that most people know, because it's just the day you were born, or what month and what time and stuff, is the sun in Virgo. So the sun in the chart shows our character, personal identity, and ego. It represents our will to live and our creative life force. Um, We derive our life purpose from the sun and our natal charts. The sun is our quote-unquote adult. The part of us that censors our quote-unquote inner child. Mm -hmm. So Um, the mature part of ourselves. Yeah, it's the part that like just kind of... It's the boss of our chart. It's right here. Mm -hmm. Um, So that being said, Virgo is Justin's. Which I'm sure all of you can see that Virgo is Justin's because he's very like, we just, we just read something that, and all of you are gonna yell. Virgo <laughs> sons who are stuck in the practical material world may learn a lot about themselves if they are brave enough to try placing their lives on automatic pilot once in a while. So, for example, this entire podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I like structure and order, and that it would be good for me to just not have that. Is what that's saying? It's not saying that. It says they can learn a lot about themselves. It doesn't mean you always need to let go of everything. That wouldn't be um, who you are. You still need to be who you are, but sometimes you have to learn to let go. Um, letting some things go can do wonders for the spirit, and Virgos tend to be too hard on themselves. <laughs> I know that about me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very hard on myself. Solar Virgos are perfectionists. There's no simply no escaping it. Well, they dream of mastery. I do. It's um, very hard for me to say that I want to do something and not do it well. Like, I have a really tough time with wanting to do something and not doing and not be good at it at, yeah. the, at the beginning. Um, despite some struggle with lack of confidence, Virgos can be mighty proud, even like, arrogant when it comes to their work, routines, or hobbies. Once again, this podcast. And what? How, the second that I got, well, not saying I got here, the second we started walking, like, oh, here's a template that I'm going to send you as so we can work on that. Here's a template I need to do this. I just needed you. How long did it take for you to finally decide to do the podcast? Because we, it's like, 
been a good year and a half, I think, since we had discussed it. I had talked about it December of 18. And here we are, January of... Oh, my God. (laughs) It's been a year. (laughs) Okay, and we're on episode eight. Relax. (laughs) Cut me a break. I'm just saying. I'm just reading chart. Hey, look, I did this alone. Like, I didn't have a whole lot of help. I mean, yes, you were helpful. Let's say again, we're going to be mighty proud, even arrogant, when it comes to the work routines. I'm audience. not arrogant. I'm. I am proud. I am proud of the work that I've done, but I'm not. What does arrogant even mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pissed. No, I'm just kidding. Kind of what? Um, I'm not arrogant. We're done with this. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> we're done with this. <laughs> it's, I was trying to find the ones that like sound like me about you. <laughs> me. <laughs> Virgos are fearful of criticism. As a Virgo, you are adaptable and flexible, and you often go out of the way to accommodate others. That's true. Mm-hmm. You're a good person sometimes when you want to be. <laughs> you are persevering and can recuperate well. Persever- okay. And you have you're a sensitive soul and have sometimes frayed nerves. That's yeah. Freight what? Freight frayed nerves. Frayed is no. It's like um, this. Like this is a fray, so they're kind of just like everywhere. Oh, okay. Three digits, whatever. Nerves. You have an exceptional eye for detail. This is true. If y'all haven't been to Justin's apartment, it is, like, very detailed, like, down to, like, his glasses, his silverware, like, the way he does the furniture set is very particular. <laughs> this is great. This is... Oh, God, so you're saying that I'm true to my chart. You are, like, the most Virgo Virgo I've ever met, I think. <laughs> so, Isn't Victor Vir- What's Victor? She's a Libra. <sighs> it's after me. I forget. Yeah. Sorry, Victor. Shout out. Oh, girl, she's... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you listen or not to podcasts. Okay, okay. Ascendant and Scorpio. This is going to be the one that really is going to, like, hit his over the head. Oh, my God. Wait. First off, my mom and dad are both Scorpios. So, with that said, my Ascendant is my rising? Yes. Okay. Okay, go. But if mm-hmm. their sun signs are Scorpios, that controls a different part of them. So, I'll read this part about, like, what the Ascendant means. Okay. The sentence defines, in part, the fresh impression we make on others in a personal rather than professional sense. It represents our physical appearance, our physical bodies, and overall health, and the body ego. I'm so scared. It can be the master costume we wear to greet the world. Um, it reveals our natural and personal defense mechanisms that we used to adapt to and cope with our environment. Um, it also shows our first impressions, um, whether we are naturally hesitant or enthusiastic, for example. Uh, yeah. Okay, so it has to do with my exterior, how I deal Present with... Present to people. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. Scorpio ascendant people have a lot of presence. There's something about them that tells the world they are not to be pushed around. Their manner compa- commands respect, and in some cases fear. Um, <laughs> Nobody's afraid of me. People on the lever hate you. I think people are afraid of you. Not in the sense that like they're scared you're going to kick their ass, but in the sense that you're going to say some like, smart-ass shit to them. Okay, yeah. Like, I, can I mean, see. it's not necessarily about physical, like, I'm going to kick your ass. It's like... Don't come for me. Exactly. Okay. Oh, and I... Okay, this is true, and I know this because I have two older brothers, and they were very um, physically mean to me, but I would cut them down with my words. Yeah. So my brothers always kind of knew, like, 
don't fuck with Justin because he's gonna he's gonna make you cry. <laughs> and like I did, I made both of my older brothers like really sad. <laughs> but like, how else was I gonna defend myself? So yeah. like, okay, like that makes sense for me. <laughs> Lord. This is a good one. And you're dealing with others. You perpetually and instinctively look for answers by reading between the lines. What? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, like, I don't ask questions, but instead I just, like, try to read between the lines and find meaning in, like, what's That's, unsaid? It's not necessarily about you not know, asking questions, but you, like, perpetually and instinctively look for answers by reading between the lines. Mm. You might ask the question still, but you're going to look at... Like, the other, their body language, like, the environment. Yeah, like, like you're going to look at, like, what you think they're saying, not necessarily what they're saying. <laughs> because people are liars. <laughs> they're all fucking liars. You read between the lines again. You just did it. <laughs> right about what we're talking about. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> I said this, and you're like, well, they're all liars. That's why you read between the lines. Yeah. Gosh. That's exactly why. I can't, I can't trust people's words. <laughs> Oh, this is, this is a little paragraph with all you. Oh, no. This is a good one. As you quickly as you assess the situation, which you do very quickly, I noticed. I think, like, the first couple times we met, you had already had... I would tell you about somebody, and you would just, like, already have them picked apart. Like, you're fast about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not always as fast to begin a new adventure or to make decisions. This is usually because once you made a choice, you throw so much en- energy into it that you need to be immensely sure of what you're starting. Hmm. Wait, wait, wait. One more time. You don't make choices quickly because if you, like, you know that once you make a choice, you put, like, all of your energy into it. Oh, yeah. Like, yes. Okay. But, oh, that's so weird. Okay. So, like, (laughs) the way that I am about social media. Yeah. If I say I'm going to do something and I post it on social media, to me, it's like, okay, you've said it. Now you got to fucking do it. And, like, to me... It, it has to do with trust, like in trust, trustworthiness. Mm-hmm. So when I said I was going to start this podcast, I know people were like, yeah, he's not. But the minute that I put it on social media, I was like, shit, now it's going to happen. Like now I have to do it. Yeah. Um, so no, that's, yeah, you're, that's 100% yeah. true. Once I do make a choice, like I do give it my all. Yeah, that's true. I've seen that. Um, yeah, as a child, you may have been tapped as a secretive one, either as stoic or emotional. So you're either one or the other. Like, you were always either one or the other. Stoic or emotional. So, like, I was... Either, like, flat, like, no emotion, or, like, overly emotional. Oh. Uh, As a child? Yeah. I was probably more emotional. That sounds more like me. You can make him across as critical or sarcastic. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, You can be highly persuasive, hypnotic, and magnetic. See, but that has a lot to do with me reading between the lines. Exactly. Because I can manipulate that. (laughs) And it's fun sometimes. Sorry. You might hold a double double standard in that you want to know all about someone you're with, but you're not always particularly forthcoming. No, no, of course not. Your feelings and sometimes your opinions can be extreme. You are not a middle-of-the-road person. A middle-of-the-road person? Like, you aren't on the fence. You're typically, like, one side or the other. Yeah. Um, Oof. Oh, this is my favorite. We just talked about this. <laughs> Causing other discomfort isn't often a deterrent from doing, thinking, and expressing yourself. You'd rather live authentically than worry too much about surface harmony. I don't think so. I don't think so because I, in my time spent with family, I've always been the type of person that's... Like, how do I make my family feel comfortable while I'm here? I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. Like, 
so in the sense that you're thinking, what kind of environment? But do this you is picture? first impressions. A lot of times, are people you're not so particularly close to, right? Okay, so first impressions. This is saying what about me? Um, that you're like, you don't mind making people uncomfortable because you're expressing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You'd rather live authentically. <laughs> That's not true. We just talked about this. I don't think it's true. I'm very like, I do read between the lines. I try to get a feel on like how you are as a person. And then I try to like make you comfortable if anything. Like. You never make me comfortable. Well. (laughs) Just kidding. That's why you're not on the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) You said I'm not recording right now. (laughs) Um, You are not an individual who's easy to know. Yeah. Well, I don't like a lot of people close. So, Yeah. Easy to know, like, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I try not to tell people a lot of in-depth personal things about me, but lately I feel like I've been such an open book. I know. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> you don't like it? It makes it hard. It makes it not as fun to post it on my Twitter. Oh, you're such a bitch. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, so those are the big ones, I think. But then we have the moon. The moon sign is in Leo. And I told Justin that him and I share our moon sign. Wow, I didn't know that, actually. When you said that, I probably wasn't listening. Sorry. <laughs> so your moon is also in Leo. Causing other discomfort is not a deterrent from doing things and expressing yourself. <laughs> you don't do that. Uh, hey, I, we're friends. That's why I do it. And this is not your first interaction with me, so relax. <laughs> and also, I read him all the time. God, always. Since we first started hanging out. But stupid bitch. So can I can tell you something about me, myself in that sense, since we're reading so much into yours. Fine. Is that I make... I'm, like, very intuitive and aware of everything people are doing, but I can, auto, I can really feel, like, people's, like, energies very fast. Mm-hmm. And so I already kind of know people that are going to like stay with me or like that I can, how I can interact with them and how I can like, like the ones that you can joke with and the ones that you can't. Yeah. But I also, I mean, I'm always myself, you, but you've noticed that like, I'm always just who I yeah. am <laughs> as a person, no, yeah. but, um, sure. I can kind of feel like people who I can be comfortable with off the bat. And so Justin, like whenever I met him, it was just like, for me, it was natural, like just mess with them and to like have that go ahead I hear this all the time though (laughs) like people love teasing me people love getting like a rise out of me like because you're pretty (sighs) thank you so hard to be pretty it's not that hard for me but for you maybe (laughs) (laughs) because people tease you all the time (laughs) yes people are always teasing me but it's just because I'm just very like I I don't know I don't know it's because you're an easy target yeah, okay, whatever. Next. <laughs> so, Moon and Leo, you dig. Um, no, but that's what my thing is. It's like, I'm a very, like, I'm a cancer, so I'm um, very intuitive, and I trust nobody, but I just have a little inner shell. Wow. <laughs> okay. The Moon and the signs reveal as much about our habits, reactions, and instincts. So that's how we express and deal with our emotions. Um, so that's like home and in private. The Moon can represent our experience of nurturing, and it's just how we nurture ourselves. Um, Interesting. So my emotional response to situations. Kind of, yeah. Huh. It's habits, reactions, and instincts. Um, and just to know, if you're going to do your astrology or your birth chart, you need to have your birth time and birth, birth place. time for this for the moon specifically, because um, the moon signs change every two or two and a half days, 
and on some days can be one of two signs. So it's a you have to really know where the moon is at the time because it can change. Yeah. Quickly. So like my moon and Leo won't. I won't always be a Leo. No, no, no. The moon changes, but once you're born, that's like where it starts. Oh. You're always a moon in Leo. Because that's... The moon changes quickly and rapidly, like, faster mm-hmm. than other ones. So, like, depending on when you're born, it could be in different places. So, because I knew the time of my birth, it was able to, like, figure out where the moon was at that time. Yes. <gasps> that's neat. Right? Um, with your moon in Leo, you are proud, noble, and loving. Your heart is enormous. Well, that can't be true. <laughs> What does it say about my ass? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Big old ass. Um, literally, it was often fill and need to organize and even control their families and friends. Control my family and friends? Like you just need to be in control. You just said you have to make them comfortable, which is kind of a form of controlling them. Well, yeah. Damn. Uh, you're flexible only up to a point, after which you draw the line. Um, you require lots, of, lots and lots of love and care to function well in the world. That's not, I don't know about that one for you. I feel like you need a lot of love and care. Um, I mean, I kind of give that to myself, so... You can be very... I make it up for my family. Yeah, you give yourself self-care. Like, I don't know. Because I think, like, What's that like when I feel like I'm lacking that, <laughs> then I just go to my family and, like, I'll spend time with my family and, like, I'll recoup that way. Yeah. So maybe. Maybe you that can, is true. You can be very proud and you're really happy to follow orders. Leo is a thick sign, and it can be difficult to change your mind or to change up plans on you at the last moment. Uh, I don't mind plans changing at the last minute because I'm so used to it. Mm-hmm. Like, especially now that I'm older, like, just trying to get, um, I guess, a group of friend on group of friends on board. <laughs> a, friend, a group one. of friends. <laughs> just one group I of had a friend. No, so, like... <laughs> I know, like, it's really, really difficult to get everybody on board with plans. Yeah. So, like, things are always changing last minute, so I don't really mind it. What I do mind is when we've had set plans, and that that has been our set plans for, like, a very long time, and then all of a sudden you don't know what's going on. Like, that annoys me. Yeah, it's like volleyball. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You want to bring a ball? Shit, huh? (laughs) No, not with me and you. Remember that? Whatever I got yelled at. Oh, by homeboy? He just got... Okay, we're, okay, we'll stop there. Yeah, we'll talk about it after. Okay. All right. Well, you can edit it's it out, Patreon too. Content. It's about live, so... Well, I'm trying to edit as little as possible. No. I mean, the last episode we did hardly any editing. I know, I had a hard time listening to it. Well, that's too bad. Because of like your it. voice. No. I'm just kidding. No, it's hard to listen to my own voice. Like, it's like, oh, God. I know. It's you. And the minute I played it back, you, like, yeah, you cringed. Your voice isn't bad. I know it's not bad, but it's still weird to hear your own voice. And also... I've gotten used to it already. Some personal things again. Mm-hmm. I got teased a lot for my voice when I was younger. That's right. And so my voice is a lot more flat than it used to be. Like, I don't... I mean, my voice right now is all kinds of fuck because my allergies are bad. Sure. <laughs> Allergies. <laughs> Nothing to do with your vocal folds or anything. Okay. Um, so, what did we, where were we? Oh, that was Leo. Yeah, that's it. The other one I think that's big is Mercury. That's like communication style, but it's not as fun. Isn't <laughs> that like Mercury in retrograde? Like, if Mercury. So, that's where the planet is. That's like where the pla- alignment of the planet So, does this Mercury birth chart fuck up or anything if Mercury's in retrograde? Um, I, I think you have to go specifically to people. I don't know about that part. Mm. That's like someone that is probably an astrologer type of thing. Okay, so, so I think my question now is, so I'm a Virgo, 
My rising is Scorpio, and I'm a Leo. My moon is in Leo. Yeah. So that means, like, when the moon is in a certain phase, that suddenly that's supposed to determine, like, my first impression with people? Or no, first impression was the rising. Um, moon is my emotional response to things. Uh, I'm just trying to understand moon myself. Is, moon is, like, habits, reactions, instincts. Yeah, how we express and deal with our emotions. Um, but those will never change. Like, you'll always have those things. But whenever the planets are in different places in the solar system, like, when they align in different ways, that can kind of change the way that you're feeling, thinking. Like, that can, like, alter your kind of stuff. It won't like, change your personality, but it can make you, like, more, like, maybe sad or that kind of thing is the theory. Interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting science. We can do more research on it if you want. And we can try to figure it out. Maybe this we'll is, have this like is what your little, your little thing looks like. Oh, it looks so complicated. Right? People can just read that then. People can just read that? Yeah, I know what that means. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yes. I just showed Justin his actual birth chart, and so he's appalled. And yeah, maybe I'll post that. Is that like a weird thing to post on social media or something? It's kind of personal. I don't know everyone knowing your business like that. Okay. So people no. can really read, like, they can tell you when big events have happened in your life by looking at your birth chart. What? Isn't that crazy? Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Well, yeah. that's it for that. There's your birth chart. Interesting. Well, you the house. I guess it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> right? And it also, of, I hate it. <laughs> can I break that thing? Um, <laughs> so, let's get into six. I feel like we might need some more alcohol for this part. You know what? Let me just chug this. I know. You've disappointed in you. So, like I said, the topic's going to be oh. sex. Because <laughs> you get a lot of salt or something. Yes, it was very salty. Oh. <laughs> Shut up. Don't even, you? That's because I didn't mix it very well. That's all it's going to say. <laughs> okay. Pause. What? <laughs> I'm just I was waiting for Justin to talk, but he's. I'm giving you control. Being a control. No, you're making me talk because you're in, still in control of it, though. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I will read between the lines, too. <laughs> you know what? Gordon just go. literally sat in the middle of all this, put his head on the thing. Okay, that's whatever he wants. He's like his dad. Um, sex. Oh, yes. That. I'm gonna say it again, and I want you to be less uncomfortable with it. We have to be comfortable with it. Sex. Yeah, sex. Woo! <laughs> Love it. Sex is like, sex is a part of nature. Sex I go along with nature. <laughs> sex is natural. <laughs> um, so today I kind of wanted to talk about just sex in general, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to give you specific advice. Like a how-to? Like a how-to. How to sex. Okay, so we have a banana here. Oh my god. <laughs> banana is Justin. And, uh, <laughs> what? I'm actually recording this. I want Gordon to be the banana. <laughs> <laughs> that's not bestiality. Oh. Um, something that's illegal, oh. everybody. So there's your sex advice. Okay, <laughs> yeah. podcast is over. Let's okay. go home. <laughs> um, so... I want to talk today a little bit about just being comfortable with that and like knowing how to give that consent and what consent looks like and mm-hmm. com- being comfortable with what, who you are and how you want to express yourself. So okay. one thing I want to say is that whatever you're into, like, like, like what, what turns, tickles your pickle? <laughs> literally, <laughs> yeah. whatever turns you on is okay. 
Okay. You know, that's the thing. Except for like bestiality and like the, necrophilia. The thing, if they're illegal, don't do them. We'll just go with that. Okay. Maybe don't do the illegal things. Um, <laughs> we're not supporting illegal acts, so just keep that in mind. Ooh. We do not support like sex with minors. Um, oh, nothing yeah. like that. I want to keep that part very clear. <laughs> Tell people like, oh, I like kids. So, wow, you heard Ray Mike. Everybody get him. <laughs> <laughs> Right, well, let's delete this His podcast. His Twitter podcast is over. at... I like it. <laughs> um, drinks more. I know, I need to with you here, gosh. Shut up. Sex. Sex, sex, sex. I'm going to keep saying it. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, we're done. Bye, guys. It's been good. Refill. Oh, my God. So, so okay, you want people to be comfortable with sex, and like what does that mean like what do you mean you want them to be comfortable with it like i should be talking about sex with my mom or what yeah absolutely (laughs) no um, (laughs) i'm like i really don't want to though i'll go right now no i think that it's so here i think it's a big thing in america i'm not sure other countries no i am sure a little some other countries but here it's a very like taboo topic you know we're we're taught especially women i think are taught a lot more that sex is like a shameful thing we put so much emphasis on virginity and on being quote unquote pure or whatever. Yeah. Waiting um, till marriage. Yeah, waiting till marriage. I saw a TikTok like on Twitter the other day. Some stupid nurse lady was like, the only way to the best way to prevent STDs is to wait till marriage. But you can get an STD when you're married. If you're having sex, you can have an STD at all. At general, yeah, so. and who said like your spouse never cheats on you? Like, come on. The yeah. divorce rate is like the reason why I'm still single. <laughs> sure. Okay. You can oh, go with that. Okay. Well, we're going to edit that out. <laughs> um, anyway, so I think it's important to be comfortable, not only like in the bedroom with what you're doing, you know, Bless being you. with a partner that respects you. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be with someone that you know super well, honestly, like I would say someone that you can trust to get their information, like know who you're with, but Mm. ultimately have fun and I think the biggest thing like choose your sexual partner wisely yes like and know that individual and that you can trust that person so in gay culture I'm going to bring this up because the topic is grinder grinder's a big thing Oh, so we're gonna go through Justin's grinder and <laughs> okay. First of all, I'm not even on there. Somebody's on there trying to be mean. First we did his birth chart. Now we're doing his grinder. Oh my god! Justin doesn't have a grinder. Everybody, I'm just kidding. But what I am saying is that if you're using those apps and if at any point somebody makes you feel uncomfortable while you're talking to them, whether it's their tone they're talking, to, even if it's texting, it's fine. Like if it's their tone, if it's the way that they're wording things like it can be any little thing if you're not comfortable with having sex with them don't it can be dangerous no means no exactly and that it means for yourself especially if you have any sort of like small inclination that you shouldn't do it you probably shouldn't do it um this story man i'm I'm trying to make it light and fun but then i keep i'm like thinking of all these sad stories and horror stories (laughs) (laughs) well i mean it's part of it so yeah i um know of somebody who's a friend who was meeting up with someone on Grindr and he did it like the quote unquote correct way or whatever. He um, went out with a person like he went and got drinks somewhere and whatever else. <laughs> Excuse me. They went and got drinks and stuff and the guy invited him to his apartment, right? 
So he goes back to his apartment, and waiting there were four other people, and that's terrifying. And it gets worse. Um, the worst thing that you could think happened, and then he ended up contracting HIV as well. Wow. Because they all took turns. Yeah, and he got not like drugged and stuff. So once again, um, I my suggestion, if I ever go on dates in general, like it doesn't matter where I meet this person, if I meet them at the bar at on Bumble, Tinder. I always find a designated person that is responsible for like checking in on me or I text them whenever I'm home or whatever the case may be. My thing is I share my location on Snapchat and on my iPhone and then I have two separate people that do it as well and check in and they both tell me like let me know when you're home. Um, so that's one way to help keep yourself safe. Um, and speaking of safety, we also have prep and pep, you know about both of those, right? Mm-mm. I know about PrEP. Yeah. Okay, so PrEP is um, pre-exposure prophylaxis, which is a almost like a... What what would you consider it? It's like a vitamin for preventing HIV, almost. (laughs) I thought it, like, almost gave you, like, a strain of it, sort of, so that way you could, like, build up an immunity, almost. I don't... I'm, let me just stop there. It sounds like a vaccine from like the the 1930s. I guess. <laughs> Am I thinking the flu? Yeah. Like <laughs> no. So prep is a way that they've created to help prevent the spread of HIV. Um, so you take it as a daily pill. You just check in with your doctor like every three months, I think, and they test you for HIV and um, your liver function and things like that. Typically inexpensive. I know in San Antonio and Texas um, that it's free at a lot of places if you talk to your doctor or go to the clinics. So. That's an option. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow. Oh. Um, figured it was probably like expensive as well. Well, if you have insurance, they try to typically try to get you to use your insurance. But um, Great. if you don't have insurance, then you can... And you don't have to even give them your insurance information. You can just tell them you don't have insurance, and they'll just give it to you anyway. Um, you have to be regularly kept up with your doctor, though. PEP is the after... Like the, Kind of like the morning after, like Plan B mm-hmm. for gay men. <laughs> wow. Um, so basically, if you think you're pregnant, if you think you're pregnant, or maybe become pregnant, um, so if you're, AIDS. yeah. So if something happens to you, say you know the worst things did happen, you got drugged, or some a condom broke, or anything like that, um, or maybe you just had sex without a condom because you didn't have one and you just decided that you wanted to. That's your business. But um, there's an option for you if you don't know the other person's status or just aren't really sure of it. It's called PEP. It's post, post-exposure prophylaxis. So you'll go to, I think in San Antonio, it's urgent care. In smaller places, it's going to be probably an emergency room. And ask them for PEP and let them know the situation. Um, they'll ask a couple of questions, of course. And they'll take they'll give you the, this pill that you'll take for 30 days. And um, then they check in, they'll check in on you and test you again. And... That also prevents the spread of HIV. It, help, it can block the virus from spreading in your body. Um, none of these are 100% proof, though, so just whatever you feel comfortable with, keeping yourself safe. Uh, wow. Yeah, post-exposure prophylaxis is a big thing, and it's really helpful. Like, uh, I had no you, idea. You caught up in the moment, you know, sometimes. Yeah, and or so- like you, you just have those instances. Like <clears throat> Josh and I, when we recorded our Halloween recap episode, we both experienced like intense memory loss like we'll drink and we'll have like blurred memory or like foggy memory but Mm -hmm. we honestly felt like we were drugged that night and 
I think like if I would have woken up in somebody else's bed mm-hmm. after an experience like that, like knowing about Pep would have been like crucial. It would have helped you a lot. Yeah. More. Yeah. So even though the luckily I haven't had an experience like that, but like you never know. I'm only 25. Yeah. You know, sometimes things happen. Um, <laughs> sorry, Gordo's tail is wagging and hitting the mic stand. So that's why you hear a little bing, ding noise. Hey, buddy. I here you go. I don't want you to get. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so yes, PEP is one of those things, like I said, go to your doctor, go to, um, you have 72 hours, no wait, yeah, 72 hours before it becomes ineffective, so if you, something happens, go right away, don't feel ashamed for being there, you know, you're taking care of yourself, um, of course, safer sex is always a good option too, um, that's using condoms for everything, including oral, or lady condom, Ugh. Oral with a condom? Well, they have flavored ones. <sighs> plastic in my mouth? Flavored plastic. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> but I... Okay. That's the safest option for not spreading HIV or STDs. <sighs> Which, I mean, you can't get HIV from oral, I guess. Like, well, you could, I guess, yeah. if like, there's a cut in your mouth and a cut on its peen. Yeah. Less likely, because it's a lot less risky, but... Um, just be safe out there. Yeah. You so just never know. Yeah. And now that we got past that part, because I did want to talk about the safe side part, because I want to make sure that I'm not just telling people to fuck each other all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, that's like the goal, but you know, maybe someday in the future. <laughs> um, so the big things about sex, like I said, is being comfortable with it. I feel like if you are not comfortable enough to go and buy condoms, you're not comfortable enough to go get plan B or comfortable enough to talk to your doctor about what you're doing, you probably shouldn't be having sex. What do you think about that? No, I, I agree because you're putting somebody else at risk, like by you not being comfortable enough to be an adult and like put your health first. Like I think for me, like maturity and um, actually caring about yourself shows that especially in like a sexual sex environment um the more that you care about yourself kind of shows like okay i i am safe with this person because they're so careful with their their own body right so if i were to meet up with somebody and he was like yeah you know i would have gotten condoms but it's just so embarrassing i probably would be like okay i gotta go like like that's that's sad to me because I mean, they sell them at gas stations. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, you can pick them up at a gay bar. <laughs> yeah, they like legit have them spread around gay bars just for you to like walk in and grab a handful. Um, I don't. I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of. Like, I really don't. As much as I overthink and like tend to be like, oh well, they're watching me. Um, they're judging me. That's one thing that I've learned to just get over. Like. Cause it's my health. It's like being ashamed to go get an allergy pill. Like I need to, I need an allergy pill cause my allergies are so bad. Like I need to protect my, my life. Like why not buy a condom? Like I just, and like when, when it comes to my doctor, I mean, patient, uh, doctor, patient confidentiality, like I know that's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. So, I mean, I was super uncomfortable to tell my doctor that I was having thoughts of suicide. Like that was really, really difficult for me. I mean, just saying it right now, like was really, 
<sighs> but anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, let's go deep. <laughs> go yeah. deep in sex. Right. <laughs> so like, no, I had to be comfortable and vulnerable with my doctor because I needed help. You know what I mean? Like, and I figured if I'm not honest with my doctor, how are they going to help me? I mean, they're not, they're, they're not going to be able to help me in the best way that they can. And then I'm really just, I'm wasting my time. So like grow up, <laughs> just grow up and, and get over it. Like, it's it's part of life. It's a part of taking care of yourself. And if you even care about this individual that you're going to have relations with, like, I mean, it just kind of makes me sick to my stomach thinking about somebody who's like, who, who would say something to the effect of, oh, you know, I just really didn't want to get down at the gas station to grab a condom. So, you know, I'm here, though. You want to hook up? Like. They didn't what? care enough about you to even say, like, let's be safe. Yeah. Like, um, but I, I, also, I, would, I honestly would feel a little offended. Yeah. And I also feel like knowing someone's status is a huge important thing. You know, it's not, not just like for... Like, when were you last tested? Gay people. Yeah. Like, not just for gay people. Um, you know, I think it's important all around to know, like, how, like, to get regularly tested for anything. Like, it's not just about HIV. It's not just about this. Like, syphilis can also be really damaging to you. It can, like, ruin your liver, I believe. Did I make that up? No, <laughs> I made that up. I don't up. know. We're doctors now. <laughs> <laughs> We're doctors now. We're cutting, by the way. We've got a degree just now. Um, <laughs> We're on but, M, uh, WebMD as we speak, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just type it. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, no, but definitely get tested for those things. You don't want to... There's just no like point in not doing it. I think, especially because it's free a lot of times with your insurance. Um, oh, I mean, I have to pay for my blood work, but well, it should be free with your annual checkup, though at least. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's like how you. Okay, I really feel like how sexually active are you determines how frequently you should be tested, because for me. You get tested every day? Uh, yeah, like maybe every other day because I'm Sorry. such a freak, you know. I mean, my Scorpio rising, like I'm fucking gorgeous. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Scorpio rising is definitely rising all okay, the time. you know what? When people look no, at me, I see things rising, so. Yeah. <laughs> and <just> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, no, like what I'm saying is. Oh, oh Gordo, you just so up in our business today, huh, buddy? He just really wants attention. Gordo, I'm sorry, but. Yeah, it's podcast and then you. No, I'm just kidding. <gasps> <laughs> just kidding. Okay. No, no, but I, I feel like okay. How often do you have sex? Like, is it and and how how many partners are you having regularly? Because that's going to really determine with you and your doctor how frequently you should be tested. Um, and I do feel like it it varies. I mean, I don't think it. I don't judge. Like, if you're a very sexually active person kudos do you but be safe like i mean please <laughs> and not not just talking about like safe in a sense of like condoms or whatever but safe in general like don't do things that are illegal do things that are could put you in danger like literally safe in more than more than one way um and that includes in the bedroom like when you're having sex with somebody that like if you comfortable with something or if they're going too hard or if they're whatever is going on like you have to speak up for yourself yeah um well, and also i will say like another thing that i think is a huge stigma in the community is um positive like the oh the idea, yeah like dude yes i okay 
I recently talked to somebody, uh, maybe like a few months back, but he, he told me that he was positive and I was just like, okay, like that's fine. Yeah. But he, he reacted very like, I'm surprised you didn't block me or, um, are you going to block me? Yeah. And I told him, why would I do that? And he said, that's just kind of what I'm used to. And I'm like, is that why you kind of told me off the bat? And he said, well, I'm interested in you and I'm not going to waste time. So I, I'm telling you now. So that way, like I can, you know, save my time. Um, and I said, so what, what's been your experience? And he was like, yeah, normally if I say something like that though, it's an immediate block. Even if we've had great conversation and we've gone on dates, like it's an immediate block. And I was like, that's awful. I felt so, I felt so bad for him. And my Leah, my, my other best friend, she was just talking about this with her mom and her mom was saying, you know, nowadays you, you can be on a, on medicine for that and you don't have to worry about contracting it. I mean, you have a lower, uh, viral load, mm -hmm. lower chance. Well, and if they're, um, undetectable, 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 they, you cannot transmit HIV. It's not. He did tell me that he was undetectable. I was like, what does that even mean? But so that means that he's basically been on medication and it's been effective in reducing the amount of, um, what are the cells? It's been so long. T cells? T well, the T cells are the ones that help. Oh. And like the white, the what viral load. No, <laughs> I can't remember. Ah, oh. mitochondria. No, <laughs> the parasol cell. Phospholipoviruses with things that move. Yeah, something. something like that. <laughs> Basically, what happens if you're undetectable? That means your viral load is so low that you can't transmit it. It's not going to be transmittable. So, um, I should think it's important to stay safe no matter what because. HIV isn't the worst thing out there. The other things that are also like incurable. Um, yeah, your dick could fall off. Judgmental. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> don't be judgmental either. Like, try to be in their perspective. You don't know how they could have gotten HIV. It's something that's not like. That's true. You know, it's a big thing. Yeah. Um, and oh god, that's so true because I think people's initial thought if somebody came out and said like, "Hey, I I just want to be upfront with you. I have HIV." One, imagine like how difficult that must be for them, especially just knowing somebody who has had to have that conversation and get an immediate block. But okay, so they're, you know, gathering their confidence to at least admit that to you. But you don't even know what their backstory is, like how they contracted it. Um, God, like you're right. I mean, because I feel like the initial thought is, oh, they're a whore, or like yeah, they probably slept around. They were going to the bathhouse or to to orgies or. But it's like that situation with like the grinder, you know? Oh, I was just gonna go meet up with this guy that I've had a conversation with for a few days now, and I showed up and there was five people and there was. I don't know if you remember this, but it was a while back. Like, someone was going around to gas stations and putting dirty needles under the gas pump. So when you pumped it, it would... <gasps> what? Yeah. What? I feel like it was when I was younger. And I also might have made it up. But... <laughs> <laughs> it was also you putting the needles in. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I think that happened, like, a long time ago. Like, I remember hearing about that somewhere. Like, someone was putting, That's like, nice. HIV, like, needles around in the gas stations. And this was before there was, like, a... I don't know how long ago that was that they came with it. That's but. terrifying. Yeah. Um, so we say warfare. all the time. Know your surroundings. Um, but consent in the bedroom. So be comfortable with that. 
being able to say no, consent can be withdrawn at any time, people. Any time. It doesn't matter if you Just because you started and you said yes in the beginning doesn't mean you can't change your mind halfway through. Exactly. And if you're not comfortable with something, that's where that consent comes into. Consent isn't a one-time cover all like yeah okay like yeah let's have sex and then halfway through wait you want to tie me to the ceiling um <laughs> so we're good with that but <laughs> listen um i don't want to be duct taped to the wall so i'm gonna have to pass what about to the floor the floor is okay but not the wall <laughs> <laughs> and not upside down my butt i get dizzy <laughs> um, i'm kind of claustrophobic so please <laughs> like, just don't do the wrist respect my boundaries do the no. forearm <laughs> Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, yeah, those are okay if you like that stuff. There's nothing, nothing wrong. Nothing wrong yeah. with liking that, but it's about knowing what you like. And I mean, I think a big thing is that like experimenting is so important. And but if you're going to experiment with anything, BDSM, um, like kinks, that kind of stuff, that's something that's really important to be with someone who is either experienced experienced in it that you're comfortable with or that kind of knows what that stuff's about some people really you can hurt yourself if you're not doing it correctly have you seen pose have you seen pose (laughs) i love that show it's amazing oh my gosh we need to do like a movie club and like we'll watch pose like (laughs) and then we'll talk about it see there's a lot of topics that i want to save for pride month so I think pose and visibility or, I don't know, yeah. like tokenism, mm-hmm. I think that'd be good for the month of June. That's a good one. So, yeah. But, um, just, I, just communicate with your partner, you know? Like, don't be afraid to communicate with your partner. And if you are, that should not be your partner. Exactly. I think that there's this whole thought of like, <laughs> Gordo oh, is like determined to <laughs> ruin this podcast um <laughs> Gordo I love you but you know, fuck off <laughs> Gordo where's your ball go get it go now so there's this whole kind of thing about like oh daddy like daddies and like that going around daddy. but I think that it that's you should be careful with somebody who's older than you um I'm still kind of learning this that even though yes younger people I feel I don't want to be interested in because I feel like at the age that I'm at now, where I was at the age of 20, 21, 22, 23, I should have been single. So I date older and there was a guy that I dated that was almost 10 years older than me. And what was that like? It was like dating somebody my own age. Like (laughs) he was, I'm sorry, but like... Just a lot of growing up to do, like a lot of self-reflecting, a lot of um, healing that he needed to do. And it was a... (sighs) So one thing about gay culture, I think, is a huge, huge part of gay culture is that we didn't get to live out our, like, high school lives as these people who got to date and do... Not all of us. Openly date. A lot of people didn't get to date openly. They didn't get to live out that like high school fantasy like love simon type bullshit like we didn't get that a lot of times you know a lot of people didn't have that opportunity and if they did get to live who be who they were they probably didn't get to they probably still got bullied you know we didn't get that opportunity to like 
go to prom with a, a guy that we really liked, you know, it was typically a, <laughs> my boyfriend told me no, like <laughs> in high school, I was like, he was graduated. He was already that. going to incarnate word. And I asked him to be my prom date and he was like, no. <laughs> and so I went with like my best friend, Devin at the time. And then I went to my cousin's prom. Like yeah. she took me as her date and I was just like, I really wish I was dancing with, with my boyfriend at or your prom. Yeah, like it just it just kinda sucks that I didn't get to have those the opportunity to have those memories. Like I remember even in high school when I had my first boyfriend, I had to pretend like we didn't know each other in the hallways. Like we would have to text throughout the day and maybe we would stop by each other's locker, but that was like the extent or we would have lunch together and we would like sit across from each other and if we sat next to each other it was like a big deal yeah because <laughs> oh, everybody knew he was gay but i wasn't out yet yeah so i was very uncomfortable like it was just a very do not do that in this catholic household so how do you feel about dating people that are not out yet Whew. Wow, I thought this was about sex. <laughs> I was going to be still, but <laughs> it kind of is and it isn't at the same time, but I just want to know now. Uh, you know, it's not my preference. Like, I don't think I would want to be with somebody who's not out of the closet. But at the same time, it's just hard because I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like if that were to be the case, then I would have to be a secret from his family. And... If he's family oriented like I am, then that's going to mean that there's going to be moments where I don't get to hang with him because he's going to be with his family and I'm a secret or yeah. there's going to have to be a level of pretending. And I put that pretending side of me away. Like that's my past now. I don't want to pretend anymore with who I am. Um, it's a little triggering, if anything, for me to have to pretend. Um, it's just... No, like if if I had if I had met a guy and I was into him and he told me I'm sorry but I'm not out of the closet yet then I would I would have to say no and I'd have to walk away. Just because I don't want to pretend. You know, I want you to grab me when we're at the mall and hug me and hold me. Um it's twenty twenty. Like Yeah, just more. Yeah, like, you know, my real name. Um <laughs> <laughs> but King James. King I don't, James. I just don't, what, what, what would you do? Like, oh no, God, no, I would never, I can't like, and I, that's the thing is, um, at one point I was starting to kind of talk to a guy that was not out yet. And it was, it wasn't, it was at the beginning of the relationship and I could see the amount of shame that he had regarding his sexuality. Like, uh-huh. and that's the thing is, I think there's a huge difference. Like there's, I think there's like different Tears. levels sometimes. It's that, you know, their family isn't okay with it. Sometimes it's that they're not okay with it. And it's a hard, it's a really thin... They just haven't accepted it. It's a really thin line, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I couldn't because I was like... One of the other things happened too because he was kind of a dick. But (laughs) um, it's just one of those things where I'm like, you know what? I feel like I need to be with someone who can be proud of who they are. Um, That was Justin's hand around my neck. Um, (laughs) Stupid. So, no, like, I think, like, I, I couldn't do it. You know, I couldn't um, date somebody who wasn't out of the closet, especially because family is such a big thing to me. Yeah. And I feel like you don't get to meet my family, I don't get to meet yours. Like, you, that's not how it's going to work. Like, if you get to meet my family, I also get to meet your family. And we, you know, 
That's just yeah. the way it should work. And I couldn't imagine like how long does it go on, you know? Yeah, like, like when are you going to be comfortable with this? Or is it going to get to the point where you decide I'm just not comfortable with it? Yeah. And then and what happens to me? <laughs> <laughs> what happens to me funny. at that point, you know, like, am I just supposed to unlove you? Unlove. Oh my God. The <laughs> so first funny. guy I ever kissed. It wasn't me, guys. No, I God. tried it already twice, but <laughs> no means no. We were just talking about this, right, Mike? Now, um, now the first guy that I was ever with, um, we were maybe interested in a relationship, and How he was like How old very Catholic. I was seven, seven, no, oh. sixteen, Six. maybe sixteen, seventeen. Because um, Gordo, he was. I was a sophomore. He was a senior. Uh, <laughs> so no, he had told me that what we were doing was wrong. That I was going to go to hell. He was like, y- it's not right. You're Catholic. I'm Catholic. We need to stop. We were born to be with a girl and, um, you're going to go to hell. So you should stop. And I'm trying to save your soul. Priest so it. yeah, he had wanted to become a priest at one point. And I was like, same girl, same, (laughs) literally me, (laughs) it was me. Just made me feel so shitty. Like, well, that is shitty. I was like, okay, fuck you. Like go live your life. If that's what you choose to believe in. I'm Catholic too. I was confirmed Catholic, but I just don't agree with everything. And I think that's perfectly fine. Like I'm not going to shame on any religion. I'm not going to shame on my own religion at all, but I choose to believe in other things. I feel like the God that I believe in doesn't hate me because I choose to love who I want to love. I do though. Oh, <laughs> no, God I, damn it. That I, was I, like I, deep for me. Right. My get out. <laughs> it's going to be okay though. Don't touch me, <laughs> but also don't let go. <laughs> Please don't. No, I agree though. Like I feel like if that's, if it be not of God, then if be not of, if it be not of love, then it be not of God. For God is love. <laughs> wow, I'm that's gonna literally get that a, it's literally a scripture on my lower back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just yeah, that was an experience that I had in high school, and yeah. after that, I was my actual legit like this is serious boyfriend, and we lasted over a year and a half. He was studying religion and. Even he never really said, like, hey, what we're doing is wrong. Like, I feel like... And I met his family. He met my family. We are very, very close. Um, There's a great book, before I forget, called The God Box. You should read it, but go on. The God Box? Oh. It's a gay book. Well, you should buy that for me for, like, my birthday or something. Okay. Or not. <laughs> She's cheap. Oh, you Fine. can borrow mine. But anyway, go on. Sorry. So, no, so let's, let's get back to the topic, right? We're talking about sex. So like, I think when I first started out with sex, everything was very clear. Um, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm into. Um, and right, vanilla. with my first boyfriend, it was like, it was a lot. Like I remember being in a movie and no, Ray Mike, he wasn't <laughs> the size of my arm. He was half the size of my arm. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but just a stick. God, <laughs> mom and dad, if you're listening to this, you're welcome. So, I, uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I remember being in the movies with him and we were just so like frustrated. Like we had to walk out of the movie. Separately. Guess yeah. what we were watching? Lame is. <laughs> oh my god, that is like the ultimate gay love story. <laughs> we're like watching Lame is and then we walked out just to go and hook up and 
it was our sex life was great but we definitely had boundaries with that we definitely set like our own expectations like hey especially for like gays like we have to make sure like if one of us is going to be the bottom like did you eat a certain way like are you comfortable internally to to do this otherwise i don't want you to feel uncomfortable like um or feel like you might have an accident because that's it it is what it is you have to respect each other's bodies and whether yeah absolutely i'm not gonna guilt you for not being ready um if you're not ready then okay well you're not we're just not gonna yeah we're just not gonna hook up that's fine i'm not gonna make you feel bad for that i'm gonna say shit happens yeah. And <laughs> and you clean it off. Yeah. <laughs> clean it off. Throw on a new condom and go again. Yeah, don't make the bottom feel fucking bad. Like if it happens, God, like not to me because I'm flawless, but <laughs> that I never paint anybody. <laughs> I've never painted a picture in my I'm life. I'm just saying, like, oh, that's ugh. We're getting in a different direction now. <laughs> okay, okay. But no, it's a good direction though, because that's a, a really good topic to talk about because, like. You shouldn't shame somebody for what their body naturally does. Like, <laughs> I shit out of this part of my body, so naturally... <laughs> some things that might happen, you know. Yeah, and you didn't give me any time to prep after I had that burrito from Taco Palenque. <laughs> <laughs> They're so good. I wouldn't know because I just came up with that on the spot, but... <laughs> you said I had a salad of Taco Palenque just in case. Um, <laughs> like, it's... Okay, gays relate so much to girls in the sense that... We understand the the prep that goes into not only just sex, but um, making ourselves more presentable than the average straight person. Um, I feel like, you know, if you're going to be a straight guy and put more effort into your looks, sometimes you get accused for being gay. Somebody Sometimes, you know, girls automatically think that you're um, borderline gay. And I feel really bad for straight guys that have to go through that. But as a gay individual, it's almost expected of you. Like... Um, you should be, uh, manscaped basically. Like, um, well, it depends. There's so many different, that's a cool thing. Yeah. And about, bears and about like, like uh, yeah, bears. <laughs> they're a whole community where they're hairy as fuck and they don't manscape, but like that's its niche or yeah, whatever. That's a cool thing is you really like, that's about being able to voice your preferences and, you know, and like saying what you, knowing what you like. God, um, when I was on Grinder, it was so, everyone was upfront, like, um, I want this, 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 and this specifics. Like they're like, this is all I care about. Yeah, like do you do you shave? Do you not shave? Hair, no hair, top, bottom, cut, uncut. Um, do you like older, younger, you skinny, those fat? Questions oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm pretty open to a lot of different things, but when it comes to something that I'm not open to, I will say that I'm not open to that thing. Mm-hmm. Like for example. Um, what's one thing that I'm not into? Uh, like a fetish. Like I don't, I don't really like being tied up. Like I don't like leather. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, not my thing. Here we go. And here we are with astrology again. <laughs> astrology. Um. So. No, like I think it's important to know what your preferences are. Like if you don't like being tied up, do not let someone tie you up. <laughs> Unless it's somebody you're very, very comfortable with, and then you're wanting to experience it and see if it is for you, then make that very clear that this is an experience that you're willing to have with this person that you trust and have certain things in place like, no, I don't want to do this. Yeah, like you need to have safe words, like be very cautious of that. Um, Do research too, like look up what, 
things that you might like or might want to utilize whenever you're having sex, you know, if you just need to be mindful of that. Um, what were we talking about earlier? I had a comment I was going to make about, I don't know what it was. We were talking about like the tribes and stuff. Oh yeah. I like am not picky. I mean, as far as like who, like what kind of person I'm into, like I am not picky. It's really strange. I don't have like a type. I, I just like, I feel like my best friends would say that I do. I know that Josh, when we go out, he's just like, there's your man over there. And I'm just like, Oh fuck, you're right. Like that is what I'm into. I definitely like the taller Hispanic, like, I like beards. I don't like beards. Um, I'm okay with facial hair or no facial hair. Um, but I definitely like tall and like clean cut. Like I like guys that are well maintained, um, but have like this, this maturity to them. <clears throat> like I don't like a guy that looks like a little boy. Like I'm not going to date Troy S- Sivan or, or like that musician. No offense, Troy Sivan. <laughs> He's a gorgeous little man. <laughs> Please be on our podcast, but also... <laughs> Date us anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, like, he's great. Bloom it's fresh, just sure. not what I'm into. Like, <laughs> I don't like the small, skinny type. And that's fine. If you're into that, that's fine. I'm small and skinny. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he is, he's really kidding, guys. Uh, <laughs> no, I get that, though. Like, I um, I don't know. I don't, don't have a type either. Like, I'm not, I notice I'm not really any younger guys a lot of times. Like, there's an age range, definitely, for me, just because of that maturity level. Yeah. Um, there's, yeah. There's, a, I do have a preference on age. I don't care about other things, though. Like, size, like, height. Like, I've, I don't know. Like, none of that stuff is ever a, a deterrent for me, I guess. I think I've had too many experiences with guys shorter than me that I'm just over it. <laughs> they have little man syndrome? You're not tall. Like, I'm not I'm saying you're short, but you're... I'm 5'10", so no, I'm not. You're shorter than I am, so I'm not 5'10". Yeah, I am. Because Josh is 5'11", and I'm shorter than him. I'm taller than Josh, too, and I'm not. I'm 5'10". So we're both lying about our age? I'm about to pull out my wallet and, like, whatever, fine. And do what? You're right, I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, my God, you just... just did, he said, I'm not lying, you're not wrong. No, because I think I'm a little bit taller than you. I mean, not the point. Whatever, Sex. you have your Louboutins on, it's my not fair. <laughs> you have your, <laughs> your red bottoms. <laughs> yeah, I got my wedges on. You said I wore my flats today. Um, mm-hmm. No. <laughs> you said. So Just so, for context, let Justin put his leg in the air and so did I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talking about sex. Um, <laughs> I would say, in the okay, the big thing is, like, I think in the bedroom, like, how do you give consent before what you want? I don't know. I kind of feel like when it comes to like fetishes and things like that, like I kind of let it just go in the moment. Like if you're going to try something out, try something out. And if I'm not into it, I'm going to be like, no, like, I think I've just been okay with saying, oh, I'm not into that. And normally the guy's okay. But if the guy's not okay with it, like there's the door, like don't make it weird and respect me. Um, Because if you're not going to respect me for saying like what I do and don't like, then you don't need to be here. Um... But that's what goes into like no what I'm what I the type of person that I'm gonna be with or not. Like the minute somebody's disrespecting my boundaries is the minute that it's over. Like this experience is done. Exactly, um, Gordo. He tried to fuck my hand just now. That's what he was doing. I realized. <laughs> yeah, but so no, that's setting boundaries with my dog. Kind of the same thing is that you know. If you're not into something, don't try to... Don't say, you know what, I'll just try it this time. Like, if it's not someone you're comfortable with, then I would say, don't do it. Because you're opening yourself up to 
them taking advantage of the fact that that's one occurrence that you let your boundaries go, what else are they going to try? Like, how far are they going to push you? And they need to know right off the bat that this is what I like, this is what I don't like, and don't push your luck. Like, you can't be, when it comes to this type of environment, when you're so vulnerable, you can't really just be like, oh, okay, I let it go this one time. Like, yeah, are you really going to let it go that one time when he pulls out his phone and says, hey, I want to record this? Like, no, I'm not going to be okay with it this one time because how am I going to know what you're going to do with that recording? Like, are you just going to keep that on your phone? Are you going to send it to two of your friends? Are you going to show other people? No, like, I'm not okay with that. Like, that's that's one thing where you can put your foot down and say no. And I feel like nowadays, recording and sex tapes and things like that are such a thing. And especially with Snapchat, like, you have to state what you're okay with and what you're not okay with. Uh, yeah. And ultimately... Um I think that the person like it's about body language too. And you have to be able to give that, you know, like in a sense, I mean, definitely be vocal about it. Like be vocal about what you want and what you don't want. Like you have to just get comfortable with that conversation. If you just, (laughs) you have to be, (laughs) ultimately you need to be comfortable with the conversation of what you want and what you don't want. And that's an, not just the bedroom, not just sex, but in the in general, you know, like. But I would say experiment a little bit with someone that you trust. If it's a partner, if it's like even if it's a friend that you have had sex with, like friends of benefits or whatever, and y'all want to try new things, go for that's it. It's a perfect person to do it with because you're just friends at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and that's the perfect environment for you to say, hey, you know, I want to give this a shot. And if you like it, you don't. If you do, great. But if you're the person that you're with doesn't like it, okay, well. I'll have to try this with somebody else, and that's okay. Exactly. We just want everyone to have good, fun sex. But do it safe, and be good, careful, good, and know your sex. your partner or partners, um, and just be safe. Just be careful, because you just really don't know what's on the other side of that apartment or house door that you're stepping into. Exactly. So some resources that I wanted to kind of share too, um, as we get into the wrap up here. Yeah. As we get into the wrap up, cause Justin's trying to kick me out. I can feel his telling me to go. He's trying to get off his clothes. So, Oh my God. <laughs> like, okay. It's time for you to leave. Um, one of them are, there's <laughs> a few clinics that provide, um, free HIV testing. So there's, um, Planned Parenthood? huh? Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood is one of them. They accept insurance as well. If you want to like use your insurance, it helps pay for other people's tests as well. So that's a good thing. Um, there's the ARC downtown on Frio Street that offers HIV testing. And then there's um, Project Hot. And I think they're still open. I know they had a grant fund and it was running out soon, but that's another option. Um, and you can also just look it up and put like free HIV testing. They typically test for um, HIV and they do the, the minute test, but they just get a little bit of blood and put it in the thing. And then syphilis is the other one that they test for. That's a big one. Um, they also have free condoms at those locations. I think most clinics have free condoms, though, like yeah. especially sexual health. <laughs> and if you're in an abusive relationship, there's a lot of places you can go. 211 is a resource to look for resources. It's in um, the internet. Go, oh, 211 is exactly like that. It's You go online and you click dialing like 211.com, I think. 
and it'll link you with just a bunch of resources for different things. So like it's every resource in San Antonio or the areas, surrounding areas. Um, I think they have the bus outside of the bar sometimes on at Brass Monkey. And I've even seen it in Houston. In I don't think I've seen it in Austin, but I have seen it in Houston where like, yeah, they'll have either booths or like a bus where you can go and get tested before you go into the bar for drinks. Yeah, or after whatever, yeah. do it whenever you can. <laughs> Do it both times if you might forget the second time. So. Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, that definitely be on top of your your status because and your health in general. Um, it's having good sex is about being healthy, mm-hmm. and not just like HIV, but you know being able to stamina. Stamina. That's a good motivation. Like better sex. Yeah. <laughs> good blood flow. <laughs> the peen to the peener. Are you done, Gordo? You're interrupting everything. <laughs> he just stares at me. Oh. Um, any other thoughts? Anything else? I don't know. Do we have any other thoughts? I feel like your research that was conveniently misplaced would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> we see. I had I mean, Justin's mad at me because his Virgo ass can't handle the fact that. I had a note full of different, like, resources and shit. I was just ready to be knocked off my chair. I don't know. You want to delete this whole thing, then? No, I'm happy with how it went, but I'm just saying that you have a lot of resources with what you do, and you were talking up a good game, and I'm just... Disappointed? No, I'm kidding. what are you saying? I'm kidding. I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm just giving Let me see. Right I know. I like can't think of the website. I had a website that had like information for. <sighs> it's Google. Google's the website. It's not. <laughs> so currently, I'm looking up two one one. Um, it's on like two one. It's two one one Texas org. And there's um a little part where you just put in the topic. And then it has a brings up a bunch of different things like sexual assault, um, shelters if you're in an abusive relationship. They can help with funding for um, changing that, sex addiction, um, all that kind of stuff. Sex addiction? Yeah. Oh my god, I can think of so many people that have that. Yeah. <laughs> I had, that's awesome. It's called 211texas.org. Um, you can type in anything that you're looking for. So they have, like, uh, like let's say, sexual assault. And that one, um, they can actually offer funding, like they'll help you do um, a rape kit. So if something happens, like they can do the rape kit and kind of help maybe identify who it was or how they can help you in that sense. That's amazing. Um, what else is there? Sexual health information lines, sexual love addiction counseling, sex therapy. Um, sex therapy? Like, yeah. my sex is broken. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's in, so sex therapy is kind of like, um, what, like how you express yourself sexually and why you express yourself sexually and how to work through those things. Like it's about, it can be about like a couple as well, like to have better sex, to connect better sexually, um, those types of things. Mm. So yeah, there's actually like an entire field dedicated to like sex and cause it can also be like sexual addiction, sexual, um, Disorders, not just ED, but like other ones like sexual people that sexually assault, 
one of my um, like a PTSD type of thing kind of yeah or they can also help treat people that have sexual like like predators mm-hmm. to help them like for recovery like there's a thing called an LSOTP which is a licensed sexual offender treatment provider that helps people that are like sexual offenders wow yeah <laughs> interesting all in that 211.org thing yeah so 211texas.org <laughs> there I have a ton of resources for whatever you need damn um, it so if you want to have good sex just fucking do it just just fuck just fuck and do it no I think a lot of it's about um, become, the big, big thing about having good sex is being comfortable with your partner and, and yourself like you you have to be comfortable in your own skin if you can't fuck yourself how the hell are you gonna fuck somebody else can I get an amen amen fucking men yeah, yeah, but it's true. No, it's very true because I know that I'm not 100% comfortable with my own body. And when sex is great, it's because I am comfortable with that individual and I'm not ashamed of my body. But when it's with a new person, I do feel like I am a little more shy and withheld. And it takes me a lot to come out of my shell. So I feel like if I do want to hook up with somebody, it's going to be somebody that I've known for a decent while and that I feel like I, it's like a safe space. Like I can trust this person to not go around talking about how I was in bed or something like that. Like I want to be able to trust the person to keep that experience between us. So why are you stroking my cheek right now? Yeah, that's Gordo's <laughs> tail. <laughs> no, but it's true that like when you're you know with that person that can make you feel comfortable, it's a huge difference like in... The way you feel, the like, I don't know, everything's just better when you're comfortable with someone that you're having sex with. And it's so important um, to do that. Okay, so I think I want to touch it back on a little bit. You're going to edit this a lot, so <laughs> you have to. Um, <laughs> he tried to jump for the, <laughs> the tequila. <laughs> um, is giving that consent within the context of, like, just being present with them um that makes sense like being there in the moment like mentally like not thinking about something else while you're in bed with that person exactly like you know it's god that would suck like oh my god okay yeah that's been a thing (laughs) for me in my past (laughs) like wait for you to do it or for them to do it for me to do it like i wasn't I had lost attraction to a boyfriend of mine. So you were just on your back with your heels to Jesus? <laughs> I was just thinking about something else. Like, yeah. trying to make sure I didn't lose momentum. And I faked it. I faked coming. Did you, like, spit on his back or something? No, <laughs> he... Oh, God, if you want me to get into details... We don't have to get into details about thank that. God. But I want you to do it later after the podcast. Yeah, no, like, that, everybody asks me that. Like, how would you fake it? It's not that hard. It's not that hard, honestly. <laughs> no, it's not. But, like, yeah, there were several times that I just... I And it, it's a problem with myself and, like, being comfortable with myself and um, letting people in. I've even struggled with long-term boyfriends to actually officially, like, let them in. I, I just... I tend to push people away. Yeah. So I did this no, with an ex of mine that I just faked it. <laughs> and yeah, I had no idea. Well, and I think that sex is such a vulnerable um, act and it's takes a lot of strength to be vulnerable. And I think that 
being able to voice your preferences is a, is a huge strength as well. Like that vulnerability is so in, like so present in that moment when you're trying to say like, I don't like this or I do like this or whatever that may be. Um, it's not necessarily always a yes. It's sometimes you're just like open to what they're doing with you and what they're saying and um, giving that body language. But you have to be very present when you're doing it. It's not fair to the other person, too, if you're not even, like... Yeah, thinking about what that would do to, like, their self-confidence. Like, <laughs> they're naked in front of you. Like, as vulnerable as it gets. And your eyes are slammed shut. And, like, oh, that would... That would... the Being the analytical person that I am and how I read between lines, obviously, I think that if I were in bed with somebody and their eyes were shut the whole time... It would make me wonder, like, are they just not attracted to me? Are they faking it? Like, are they not as into me as they say? And no matter what they said, like, whatever their excuse was, I probably wouldn't believe them. Yeah. Well, and think about things like if you're ever, say, at dinner with somebody, like, and they're not, like, looking at you, paying attention to, or even interacting with you to, like, tell you what... um, engaging with you while you're just like doing something like just talking to them like how bad it feels you know like in that instance where they're not paying attention to just you as in the conversation i think about that whenever you're like like you said you're naked with somebody they're not even able to look at you or like talk to you Mm -hmm. oh i'd be so over it that's an important way to like say like if you want to have sex too you know that's it, like, you know, being, if you're not feeling like you're not willing, if it's like, well, fine, whatever, we'll do it. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'd be like, well, go fuck yourself then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hell no. That's what I'm saying though. Is like, that's important about being present is that like, part I think about to pull it out. So yeah, just make sure you want to be there. Yeah. Otherwise, like, what's, what's the point? Um, that's it though for right now. I'm sorry. Justin was bored out of his mind. Yeah, it's only exciting when it was about me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. to get the old razzle-dazzle he was expecting. Whatever. <laughs> the good old-fashioned razzle-dazzle. <laughs> Your drink was good, though. I'm feeling very buzzed. It is good, right? That's my favorite one. I don't think I'll be able to go to the gym after this, so thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Anytime. God. Um, okay, boozers. Well, I'm glad I got to come and host this podcast. Justin hated it, and it's fine. <laughs> Shut up. He keeps telling me, so is that everything you have? That's all? That's all. You didn't plan anything out at all? And you know what, boozers? I didn't. <laughs> and I'm not sorry. And you know what? <laughs> I'm not sorry. Um, I got messages about that. They hate it. I'm just kidding. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you would see. You're logged into all the social media. The message I'm saying to you is like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I know. I'm like logged in. And I'm like getting all these really dirty messages on my on <laughs> Instagram. Like, oh. whatever. What are you doing with these messages? What are you doing with these people? Posters. <laughs> shut up. All right. Well, hit us up on Facebook. We're still um, taking your resolutions and you know offering it, uh, the Facebook page as a platform for you all to seek help. If you want to do it anonymously, send us an email, a DM. I will be more than happy to anonymously post that to the Facebook page. And if you don't feel comfortable with being active on the Facebook page and, you know, seeing what the responses were, 
um, we'll be more than happy to forward that to you in the DM that was initially sent to us. So if you'd like to find us, as always, connect with me on Facebook under the show Booze E Banter, Twitter Booze E Banter 25, Instagram Booze E Banter, and the email is boozebanter25 at gmail.com. Um, yeah, thanks again, Ray, Ray Mike. I appreciated you reading my natal chart or birth chart. <laughs> Your natal chart? <laughs> <laughs> That's a little different. I'm pregnant as um, well, guys. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I impregnated him before the show. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was consensual. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you didn't get plan B. <laughs> oh my god. I'm no gonna go plan. get pep. <laughs> oh god. No. Um, but yeah, you don't give him your, so- your personal social? Mm-mm. Oh. It's on, it's on the. F- uh, Instagram page, so I thought you wanted to become VMS. <laughs> An influencer. I mean, one day That's I'll be there. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. actually, guys, I keep forgetting, but please, if you're listening to the show on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating and leave a review. It's the best way to spread the word about the podcast. I know when I look up podcasts and I want to potentially listen to it. I read the reviews, um, so it would help me out a lot if you could leave me a review. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much yeah. for listening, Ray Mike. If you leave a good, re- if you leave a review, make sure it's five stars. If not, don't leave one at all. <laughs> um, and if you hated us, tell your enemies. If you love us, tell your friends. <laughs> Is that what they say at the bar? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they say at the drag shows. <laughs> the dra- yeah. So they say so. it's what's your potential? I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out. Um, but yes. Thanks again, Ray Mike, for being here. I enjoyed all of it, even though you think I didn't. The drink was great. And I hope you all listening at home enjoy the drink as well. Um, I'll probably put it on the Instagram page as far as ingredients and measurements. But like we said um, in the Fixing Your Drink segment, it's all kind of seasoning to taste. You know, if um, you need more lime, put more lime. You need more salt, put more salt. If it's too boozy, add more uh, Sprite or Squirt or whatever the soda it may be. We'll put more um, tequila if you want. Yeah, if you want to be turned, that's fine. We're not judging. Um, oh, and I do you want to put the show the two one one Texas in the show notes? Yeah, I'll put that in the show notes yeah. for them to get to. It's a great but, resource, guys. Please yeah, thanks again, guys. Um, and I'll you well you all will be hearing from me soon. Take care, love and good vibes. <laughs>